Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, I'm a disloyal person. This, this is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia <laughs> with Sean and Joe. I forgot what day it was. Thank you so much for tuning in at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia, rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate all of you who have done so already, and we have been passed. We've been passed on Apple iTunes ratings and reviews, by the way. Joe, breaking news. The only other Syracuse sports podcast that's done it. That would be Eric Devendorf's Scores Table podcast. So, yeah, that didn't take long. No. Well, big name, famous around here, but also, it's, I mean, it's a good podcast. It's pretty good. Get the big names on there. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good. Love my... Uh, the episode of Mike Hopkins so far. Well, I mean, they're they're all they're all good. It's hard to choose one. I just love the way uh, Mike Hopkins tells stories. I mean, he's great. He's a, he's great. And there's a bunch of that. And the Jerry Mack one was I listened. That's to the, pretty good. I listened to the first part. I did not listen to the second part yet. So uh, can't wait to do so. Anyway, congrats for for passing us. Appreciate it. I knew it was coming. I knew it. Anyway, look, the one and seven Syracuse Orange will head to Louisville to take on the two and six Cardinals. I'm sure this is going to be an epic clash this Friday night. I think it's at seven o'clock. We'll let you know what we think. ESPN primetime, baby. Yeah. So we'll let you know what we think. But first, uh, so as we all know, coach tested positive for COVID as well as one other. Um, I, I'm assuming someone else on the staff or our team, obviously, undisclosed. So they will enter the period of isolation. And as tests go on, they're going to find out whether this is going to be an isolated thing or if this is going to spread through the basketball program, which would really suck, but we will see. And the the Syracuse policy is that Bayheim would need to receive clearance from a doctor to return. So as of now, everything is just on pause. And obviously... Being this close to the game on the 27th, it, um, you know, well, we just wish the best for everybody, obviously, right? I mean, doesn't that go without saying? So, first and foremost. And so, we will obviously, you know, um, be waiting with bated breath to see um, if any more tests pop up positive and as well as, you know, to make sure, obviously, Coach is good being, you know, 70s. He just turned 76. By the way, happy birthday, Coach Beheim. It's his birthday today. Yeah. Um, yeah, So, Well, I mean, there's there's a pause because, obviously, the contact tracing. So everyone's got to quarantine, make sure that they don't come up with symptoms for the next, you know, three, four days, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So be uh, interesting to see when. You know, they kick it back off if they start practice without coach being able to be back. But I feel like the players should 
as long as there's no other positive tests or, or people to get sick, the players should be able to, you know, come back to work probably before Bayheim. What What are the chances that, you know, if we don't have any more positive tests and the necessary people are in quarantine and we get to enter this game and maybe coach isn't cleared, that, you know... We we have to go into this game without without Coach Beheim. I mean, what are the chances of that? You think? I think that really just depends on how fast uh, he kicks uh, this virus. Really, yeah. I think the therapeutics and everything have become a little bit more clear, and uh, you know, he's uh, like Coach Baber said, he's in better shape than most people. You he know, really his is. age or even younger, sure. right? So yeah, but I mean, he does uh, have underlying conditions. He's a cancer survivor. So right, you, yes, yes, of course. So, so. You, you know, you look at all that stuff and, you know, he said he was asymptomatic um, at the time he released his, his official statement. So we'll, yeah. ju- we'll just have to see. We're not going to sit here. If I that's mean, the case and there's minimal uh, symptoms, then I think he'll be back before that. I think the only I way do he doesn't too. get back is if he's, if he, you know, he sick for a week or yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, that's how I see it, how, too. And by the way, no news is good news. Here we are, day day three after learning that. So, you know, you got to assume that any symptoms he had or didn't would either be showing up or getting worse. So, all right. Uh, Best, best of, we wish the best for Coach and whoever else that was that tested positive, obviously. So, we'll just. I had a bunch of guys that worked too that are fans from other schools, North Carolina, North Carolina State, you know, Duke, just, hey. You know, is your coach all right? Hope he's all right, man. You know, like so even getting a little bit of outreach, even at work from fans from other, you know, teams down here. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't read too much into this, but it's news. It's all over the place. Little Jimmy, tall Jimmy transferring from Cornell. He's going to answer, enter the, the, the portal. So no. I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens with that. That's because, and we talked about this. Is he going to transfer? Right? Didn't we talk about this? Because sworn we did. Yeah, we did a little bit, but we didn't know if the Ivy League was going to cancel uh, winter sports until this weekend. I think it came through, so it's rather recent. Um, I think really the three there's three players on that team that are seniors that are looking to transfer out, uh, and really it's just because Ivy League traditionally they don't have like graduate seniors play, mm-hmm. so that's why a lot of times you see. Redshirt seniors and stuff from the Ivy League uh, transfer, transfer out, out their senior year. So it's a situation now where I think they put themselves in the transfer portal because it's so new. And I think they're throwing some things out there to the NCAA to see if they can't get a waiver to, you know, early join and, and possibly get on a team ASAP, like, you know, this like year. Within yeah. a couple of weeks. Right. Or, and yeah. if they don't get that, yeah. And obviously there's a lot of things you have to weigh out, you know, as far as your schooling and, you know, degrees and where you're going and who's even interested. Right. So I think they're just throwing it out there to keep their options open, but obviously they have the the chance, obviously next year to, to transfer and play immediately somewhere else and just stay at school through the spring, graduate. Um, and you know, I really wouldn't be surprised if that is the outcome. Yeah. So keep our eyes on that as well. And we don't even we, have any scholarships right now. So there's no way he'd actually be able no, to really I, join like, our. That's not going to There's speculation. I understand. Cool. There's always obviously going to be speculation. I just don't see that. I don't. Right. I mean, would it be cool? Would it be a great story? Yes, obviously. But I, I mean, I just don't see it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know, it is what it is. We'll, but obviously we'll be on top of that and see where he goes. Wish him the best, obviously. His senior year, he wants to play, and don't blame him. So we are going to get right. into the Louisville preview. That is why we are here. We will also get back into AC, ACC picks for the week via Bet Online. Speaking of Bet Online, that is the title sponsor for this show, Armchair Media and Tie Thoughts. So Bet Online, now we've talked 100 times, we've told you. Uh, football's in full effect, and we've got we've got to finish strong here, finish smart, get this season in in the NFL and in the NCAA. Now you might not be able to get to a game this year unless you live down south, a little further south than me. I don't even consider this the south anymore. The way they act over here. So. If you want to get in on some of the action, go over to Bet Online. Um, they're going to go the extra mile this year to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach and props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. And we will be doing our Bet Online ACC picks of the week. Uh, once we're done with the preview. Now, we missed going over our picks, and we were going to do so last week when we had James on, and we were going to blindside him with having to pick some football some football picks via bet online, but that conversation ran long. Obviously, that's still an evergreen episode, so you can go check that out as well, as well as tie thoughts for the last two episodes via this feed to drop. So um, check those out. Uh, all right. Syracuse will come into this game against Louisville. Started opened up as an 18-point underdog. It's down to 17 and a half now. Louisville coming off of a 31-17 loss to UVA. Here's some numbers. Louisville in total defense is 52nd in the country. Syracuse is 103rd. Louisville in rushing offense is 33rd in the country. And Syracuse is 110th in rushing defense. So that's a bad combo. But keep that in mind. 38th in total offense is Louisville. Now, two things when I went to do some of my research hopped out at me. Um, just watching Louisville and just kind of reading them and, and, and doing some things and checking out stats and everything. The first thing is JV and Hawkins pushing towards 1,000 yards a season, averaging 6.2 yards a carry on 133 attempts, totaling 822 yards so far this season. Well, that's a good thing because... The good thing is, rather, he's opting out for the rest of the season to declare for the draft per NBC Sports. So that's 6.2 yards less a carry to worry about. And uh, the second thing that worried me about Louisville quickly became my first, and that's Malik Cunningham. 197 yards rushing with two touchdowns and 161 yards passing against UVA, against the loss against UVA last week. Also, one fumble and one interception. On the passing end for the year, Cunningham is completing 63.2% of his passes, averaging 8.6 yards a throw on 223 attempts for a total of 1,907 yards on the year. Not too shabby. By the way, Hassan Hall is the third leading rusher behind Hawkins, as well as Cunningham's 417 yards, which puts him second. Hall, a 6'4", 204-pound junior with 144 yards on the season and no scores. Also, look for a 6-foot, 210-pound senior, Maurice Berkeley, to get some carries. Hall and Berkeley's stats are nearly identical, except for Berkeley has a score. Quickly on the defense, junior linebacker Monty Montgomery is your sack leader for the Cardinals with four this year. And get this, though. This is good. Only three interceptions on the year for Louisville as a team. So... 
not a whole lot going on in the secondary there. Joe, Malik Cunningham, he's a versatile guy. And, you know, you've got to watch out for that. But obviously, this benefits Syracuse to... I mean, well, basically, how versatile is he going to be without Syracuse having a game plan for Hawkins? Also, I don't think this game is going to be so much about stopping Cunningham as it will be about putting points on the board for us. Obviously, the going, getting in the red zone and kicking field goals stuff is not going to work. I mean, Syracuse needs to get in the end zone. And if they can do so, and being able to game plan for just really to just game plan for Cunningham himself, they stand a chance, but they got to get in the end zone. Yeah. And again, I think this is a certain situation where we have to dare this quarterback to throw. Uh, he's a obviously a versatile quarterback. He can uh, scramble and, and he actually has a decent amount of rushes. He's second on the team in rushes, uh, rushing attempts. So uh, and yards. So realistically, he is a guy, obviously, that can pose problems, but where I see uh, where we could possibly get him is through the passing game. And for the season, he's got uh, 15 touchdowns to nine interceptions, and really that that's, I think, what's killed this Louisville team more than anything. They've got 18 turnovers on the season. And, uh, and, and they so, don't take away too many either. Right. So the turnover margin for them is really not that great. Now you take away JV and Hawkins. Um, they do have some good guys behind them, obviously. Uh, Hassan Hall, we, uh, Syracuse recruited him. Um, he's coming back. He's been he's missed three weeks. He's going to be coming back this week. And obviously, you spoke on Maurice Berkeley, but also uh, Jalen Mitchell might get a little bit of burn as well. Um, and the other big thing to look for is Tutu Atwell didn't play last week against um, Virginia, and they're well, saying that he's that. questionable uh, coming into this game too. So last year. Tutu Atwell had like 150 something yards receiving and two touchdowns. Uh, Javian Hawkins, I think, had like 233 yards on the ground against us. So, yeah, if neither, obviously, Javian's not playing, but if Tutu doesn't play as well, then um, you're taking away their two biggest explosive playmakers, putting a lot on Hassan Hall coming back from an injury, and uh, their second receiver, Des Fitzpatrick, another guy that Syracuse recruited. He is um, second on the team. With receptions uh, and yards, and then obviously Marshawn Ford, their tight end, who's got five touchdowns uh, this year and 21 catches, 13-yard average. So I'm guessing that's more in the red zone. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, we can keep it close. We can stay in the game, even if we've, you know, kind of have the normal game. I mean, there's been games this year where if you looked at our the stats on paper, we should have probably gotten killed. But because of turnovers, because of other things like that, we're a lot closer in the game. So even if we do have a status quo kind of offensive game, then as long as we get turnovers and we win the turnover margin or get a couple of big plays, then uh, we'll still be in this game. The, uh, the only thing that worries me is that it seems like our defense has kind of slowed down the past couple of weeks as far as takeaways and stuff like that. They yeah, started they off the season struggled. real hot. Yeah. So... Um, that's the one thing as far as that goes. And obviously, as far as our offense goes, uh, we're going to see Jacoby and Morgan. He got named the starter, even with Rex Culpepper coming back from to practice this week. Uh, he's the quarterback one. So um, Dino Babers spoke about it, and he said that, uh, you know, he's doing good and they're trying to throw things at him. And there's obviously limitations and certain things like that. So they're going to start him, and they're going to put him out there, and, and we're going to see what happens. Uh I wouldn't doubt if Rex Culpepper is healthy, if they don't kind of maybe give him a couple drives in, in the game 
to have him do some things that he's good at. Uh, you never know. With Louisville, maybe they're just game planning for Jacoby and Morgan, not really thinking about Rex Culpepper. So maybe we can sneak a couple things in there and maybe get some big plays. But, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to pass the ball downfield against their secondary. Um, like you said, they're not very opportunistic. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's turnovers or we got to score. Because, obviously, you well, it's going to be stats. both. It's going to be both. Because I'm not, right. I'm not that worried about our defense versus offense, especially – with Tutu, the situation with Tutu Atwell, and then obviously with JVN Hawkins. So, um, you know, I think this is a prime opportunity to get another win. That's how I'm looking at this game. And Syracuse should be, you're not, you're, eh, you're on the fence about that. Syracuse I mean, should be yeah. chomping at the bit to get back at this game. Louisville played last week, they got handled. Okay. They might be, we're going to play them at, at home. I mean, they 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 weren't really in that. Tur- Turnover is the reason why they lost. I mean, that's yeah, well, part for the course for them. So. Right. Well, you don't think that that uh, Cunningham's going to be forcing some things. I mean, he's if he doesn't have a lot of options, he's going to be, you know, a deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, yeah, and we had a bye too, right? So right. Well, we get to rest up. Yeah. Well, hold on. We're a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'll we get, let you we talk. get a little bit healthy, talk. and obviously with uh, Jacoby and Morgan getting a whole week, you know, everything like that, there's probably going to be some things even on tape from the Two last weeks. game, you know, that, uh, yeah. So there's going to be some things on tape and some things that they've implemented. And like I said, they're, if they went with them in the number one and they saw what he did, then they're going to take the good things and they're going to add a little more. And there's going to be some things that gonna, Louisville hasn't, hasn't seen or won't be able to game plan. Yeah, so. they're going to open up the playbook a little bit. They didn't have a choice. Um, against Boston College, but to keep that yeah. playbook kind of kind of close and basic, and it showed. But I don't think there was a ton of time to prepare Jacoby and Morgan for that. Um, you know, we didn't even know that Rex was injured. Louisville, by the way, turnover turnover margin negative twelve. They're one hundred and eighteenth in the country in turnover margin. Mm-hmm. They average negative one and a half a game. So. That's your, you know, that's your opportunity right there. And our defense can do it. And our defense can do it with the players that we've got still. That's the thing. I feel like they can. Now, this is not some, like Joe's term, this is not some world beater offense. This is a basic kind of offense. You just have a versatile quarterback and you had a really good running back and you got a pretty good wide receiver. But when you take two of those pieces out, I mean, for one thing, I guess we right. don't we don't know what their plan B would be without those two players. Who knows? And we can't game plan right. for that. But we do know Cunningham likes to run. He's second in rushing for his team for the year, um, behind behind Hawkins, who's gone now. Uh, so basically, he's the leading rusher on the team on the current roster. So yeah, you yeah. Know. It's just <laughs> I'm right there with you, bud. I mean, you figure if they don't have two two at well, and they don't have. Javion Hawkins. I mean, that's that was that's almost 400 yards worth of offense that they had against us last year. You take away, and obviously, you're limiting your playmakers on a team that's pretty much already, you know, turned the ball over pretty much two and a half times a game on average. So, yeah. And by the way, what has he got? 19, 1907 yards, right? So what throwing? Yeah. yeah. So he's averaging 238 yards a game, and some change. Yeah. I mean, he's got a good rating. Again, like I said, when you look at the yards they put up and where their offense stands statistically, then they've been doing well. But again, they have those turnovers. So 
you take away two of their biggest pieces and you add in that fact that they've had that struggle versus a bend but don't break defense that we have and a team and a defense that's shown that we can actually create turnovers then um i mean you're having a recipe for you you, you know, possible it's a close game in my opinion I it's mean, a close it's, game I, i'm telling you what any turnovers lock in at 17 and a half if, if, I mean, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, normally we wouldn't even mention this, but that spread is ridiculous right now. And, I, I mean, obviously we know it's based off of previous games and everything that's happened, but as the week goes on, I feel like, I mean, it's already dropped to half a point. So as the week goes on, I feel like that's going to close up. It ain't going to close up too yeah. much more. But. And the one thing I worry about, too, is, like, uh, they are going on the road against a team that probably are going to have fans at some type of capacity. So... I mean, is that necessarily bad at this point? They've been playing in, in, well, in an, I'm not in an empty bad, dome. And I know they had to deal with, and I know they had to deal with that Clemson crowd as well. But I'm just saying that is a factor. There is you, you a real, a you, real crowd. Versus- you, you, yeah, no, I understand. But I think at this point, like the fake crowd stuff was okay at first. Like it's irritating to me now. I just think it's, I think it's ridiculous. So, I mean, to them, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to kind of be nice to be in, even though you're not at home, to just be in front of people. That's got to still do something, even though it's not your fans. Really, think about it. Because, yeah, no, I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm because I, it's gonna I be play, it's gonna be four weeks. Right. I just remember when I played football, like the fans were kind of like I never even really. Oh, paid once you get going, them, so. sure, yeah, yeah. So I mean, in a situation where you have piped in noise like that, when a player that's kind of focusing on that, not really even focusing on the crowd, then who knows? Maybe maybe it helps. As um, far as a fan at home watching, I can see your point as well. But who knows? I mean, if it helps the players, then I can deal with it at home. Okay. <laughs> I mean... What's wrong with it? I mean, no, it's fine to each his own. Absolutely. I mean, I just think, you know, it has nothing to do with, like, the policy of not having fans. It's just a lot of times if you really pay attention to it, Whoever works it or is doing it, obviously, is not always. It's not always there. It's like watching. It's, just, it's like watching an old movie when the lips are off from the, from the you know the actual audio. It's like oh, yeah. I mean, you know. it's like, he's new. He's only been doing it for two months. <laughs> yeah. You think you'd practice or something during downtime? Something, anything. Um, so anyway, all right. That huh. I don't think that job profession was. Uh, it, it didn't out exist. There a couple it, months ago. it did not exist. That is a true statement. Look, uh, we are going to get into our bet online picks of the week. As you well know, it's that time again. Bet online. Look, go there, sign up. They're going to give you a chance to get on everything you can, anything you can handle this year. Uh, from game spreads and totals to team player and coach and props, Bet Online is going to give you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair. Take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. Look, it is Christmas time. Okay, Heather, you hear this? Heather, this thing on. All right, look, get this guy some lawnmower action. Is a hairy dude over here. He did get his neckline trimmed up, and you trimmed the beard, which is slightly disappointing. A little bit. It was lo- actually looking pretty good. Now you, you went. I didn't trim it down too short. So I know, it, just, it looks like suit type. That's a suit beard right there. Come on. Um, it is. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Now look, no one likes to, no one likes to, to do this without the right equipment. Let's just put it that way. Okay, there's all sorts of awkward ways you need to to pull and tug on things to make things happen, okay? This this does it for you. That's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trim and lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology. Uh, so this trimmer does not cut. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for a great gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling great. And don't use, by the way, as we know, I've said before, don't use the same trimmer below the belt as you do on your beard, like Joe shaving his face, okay? Um, All of these products including the crop preserver and the shears that we've talked about and the weed whacker. Um, they, besides all that stuff, they got the cologne. Keeps you smelling good. Manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I'm saying. Right, Joe? You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Joe sets the mood by himself. Sprays it all over the place. <sighs> Boy. Yeah. That's what I'm No. <laughs> The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself over to Manscaped today. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code armchair. Clean up the junk. Make Santa proud. So I guess we get to do that read all the way through Christmas. <laughs> that's what that's looking like. Okay, look. So, thank you, Manscaped. Appreciate it. <laughs> so Syracuse is going to head to Louisville Friday. It's a Friday game. The world's eyes are going to be on this game. ACC, prime time, perfect opportunity for Syracuse to go into Louisville and steal a win from um, from the Cardinals. So you kind of poo-pooed yeah. you kind of poo-pooed the idea, not verbally or audibly, but physically poo-pooed the idea of me me saying this is a great opportunity for Syracuse to just go and, and steal this win. 
If the, the sh- it, to, you did one of these, you did one of these where you like wasn't a yes or a no. It was kind of like a eh, not yeah. sure. Like maybe, so maybe, so maybe I'm being too optimistic. So it's at 17 no. and a half points now, according to Bet Online, Joe. Obviously, you know which way I'm going. I'm going to take Syracuse, even if they don't win. This is way closer than 17 and a half points. I do not see that. And if it is not closer than 17 and a half points, well, that's going to make for it's going to make for a crappy Friday night. But I don't see it like that, Joe. How do you see it? Are you writing these down? Yes, I'm right there with you. Yes, um, I'm taking the 17 and a half points. Uh, there, if they had their, if Javian Hawkins was playing, if Tutu Atwood was playing, I think I'd have a different outlook, and we might be even looking at a, a bigger spread. But right now, um, with them losing those guys and everything, and who knows if you know there's something going on, or if the guy's just looking out for himself, didn't doing what Trill and uh, you know Cisco did, but. Um, I'm going to go with Syracuse for 17 and a half. And I just want to let you know, too, because we've been so far behind because we didn't do this last week. True. And the week before we were talking and we never even went over our picks. So I know. just wanted to let you know. It's disappointing to me. That we were both three and two. Really? That's not terrible. Yes. That's not terrible, no. Joe. Bet online called. They said, you know what? We're going to keep sponsoring you guys. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. You had uh we both lost the Boston College Syracuse game. Obviously, we mm-hmm. both won North Carolina. We both won Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. That was the easy pick. But how about that Notre Dame Clemson game? How about Clemson holding strong in there without without Trevor Lawrence? They got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. It's a whole other game, in my opinion. I know. I know what's his name's a five star, but yeah, it's a good yeah, game. Took, and by the way, that was the you, game of the week too, and it, without a doubt, don't you agree? We both picked that. There's a lot of good ones, honestly. There, there Miami, was. Miami, NC State was good. Uh, Miami NC State was really good that Friday night game. But obviously, I mean, with Clemson Notre Dame and being that, yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, you got the battle of number one versus number four, it was at the time, right? Right. But anyway, yeah, you had Miami and I had NC State, and obviously NC State covered. And then you had Pitt, I had Florida State, and Pitt beat Florida State. And obviously, that was two weeks ago. We were both three and two. So I said, by default, I'm still holding the belt based off a tie. You You can hold the belt. That's fine. I'm just happy we were above 500. Mm-hmm. All right. Wake Forest heads in to Duke. Play Duke. Duke, a five-point underdog in that game. And this one's tough. These are neighbors. Joe, you actually live in Wake Forest, right? Or did? Mm, no. I live in Wake Forest, but Wake Forest isn't where Wake Forest is. I understand is. that, but that's yes. the name of the city you live in. Yes, yeah. we know. They moved it, though, right? Didn't they move it or something? To Winston-Salem, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so, anyways, I digress. Uh, Duke is a five-point underdog in this game. And I got to be honest with you, man. It has been a while since I've seen Duke, a Duke game. And that is because, I'm just looking at this, that is because I think some things got changed around with them now that I'm looking at their schedule. And they played, like, Charlotte. And the week before that, they had a bye, and then they played UNC. Yeah, we haven't talked um, about them for a little while, yeah. Yeah, and they were supposed to play uh, UVA on the 14th. So, anyway, Joe, this one's kind of tough. I don't know, neighbors, the Tri-City area, if you will. Um, 
I think Wake Forest is playing good good football right now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give a ton of analysis because I'm just gonna go with my gut here and just gonna say um, I'm gonna go with Wake Forest. I'm gonna say they cover that. Uh, yep, me too. Wake Forest is playing too good. Yeah, they've they've been they've been solid and they haven't had these lulls um, like like Duke is having. Like like they had some issues and stuff. So there was like 16 or some games this week for college football that you know were supposed to happen that didn't unfortunately so um you know including miami georgia tech yeah so clemson heads into florida state they'll have fans florida state a 35 point underdog look i had said oh gosh this one's tough do we know but trevor lawrence should be back right (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one's tough because when I go against Clemson, well, see, that's not entirely true now because I went against them against Notre Dame. So, man, Joe, you go. You go first. I want to I hear you what you have to say. And I either want to agree with you or disagree with you. Well, I'm taking Clemson. Are you really? Yes. It's easy as that. Really? Trevor okay. Lawrence coming back, sitting out two weeks, watching this guy play. I think he's chomping at the gosh. bit to get back. Oh and I wouldn't be surprised if by the second half he's back in there playing because they're beating the hell out of him. Because they just want to just make a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After a loss, too. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, I want to go against you so bad because it's such it's so many points. So many points, but Clemson, man. I mean, Florida State just, ugh, just not great. No. <laughs> Can I hold? Can I hold? Nope. That's not the. That's the oh, wrong this is game. the wrong game. All right, look. I'm. Oh man, I'm. I'm gonna. Um... I'm gonna take Florida State. What? I'm I'm just it's you it's five said touched. you'd never bet against Clemson. I know. We'll see what happens. You know, it's that's it's five freaking touchdowns. I mean, I'm just gonna, I I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I don't I don't want to, but I, <laughs> I don't. I feel like this is a mistake. Just for the record, I'm just I'm trying to get the belt back. I'm trying. I'm not trying yeah. to. I'm not trying to. No, well, I mean, I get it. And it's tough this week, too, because there's only four games because of the Georgia Tech-Miami postponement. Virginia's playing against Abilene Christian. Um, so we only have four games to pick. Uh, so it would have been tough. We would have been going into the last game, and we would have both been picking the same teams. But, you know, I mean, we can always we could always throw in a tiebreaker out there, too, because, you know, 8-0 ranked number 21 Liberty gets, gets another chance at an ACC win this weekend. Do you want to do that? Well let's, see, well, well, let's see where we're at after this. I I am sorry. I am so sorry. The hate that is that is directed towards Liberty, especially on Twitter, it's just made me like them and root for them because I think it's unwarranted and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I would and love like to I said, see. And plus, and plus, of course, I want them to beat an ACC team. Why wouldn't I? Right. Like if you no, root, I look, like if, I said, I look at it like every time we lose to a team like that, especially like non-conference, even in like basketball, you root right? for them. You root for them. You yes. want them to do good. It's like, yes. oh, Georgetown beat us. Well, I want them to be a tournament team. Wasn't now. it Buffalo one year? A- Wasn't it Buffalo one year or ODU? 
ODU. Buff- Buffalo. Buffalo was a tier one win for us. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But you remember when we got beat by ODU? I remember being like, well, I'm going to root for ODU. Because, you know, same thing. Right, exactly. Same Mm -hmm. philosophy. So, anyway, all right, well, we'll do that. We'll see where we're at here. Virginia Tech at Pittsburgh. Virginia Tech going into that game as a three-point favorite against Pitt. Pitt at home. I mean, this one's easy to me. I think it's Kenny Pickett's back. Like, everything's normal over there, right? Right? He was already back. He was already back. He was back last week, which is yeah. why they won, and yeah. I lost that game. Yeah, man. exactly, and it was supposed to be. He wasn't supposed to play. Look, I mean, Virginia Tech, they're not bad, man, but Pitt at home, three points. I mean, this could be the game of the week, too. I see these teams as very, very, you know, this should be a good game. I think they're pretty yeah. equal. I'm going to take Pitt, though, at home, as a, okay. getting, getting three points. All right. No. Oh, what's that? No. No what? What are you gonna do? You gonna pick? I'm thinking about it. All right. Well, you know, this is not TV, so you have to talk. What do you mean I have to talk? You can talk. Well, I'm just checking out this uh. Liberty game here. Liberty going into that game against NC State as a three and a half point underdog. That's, a, that's yeah. not going to be an easy game for Liberty, I don't think, either, by the no. way. Yeah, so when I look at Virginia Tech again, uh, they were ranked. They were doing well. Um, had a bad loss against Wake they Forest. They were ranked for doing, yeah. You know, but. They didn't they even play the first couple games. They lost to Liberty, and it kind of was, I mean, it, that could have went either way. And then they lose to Miami by one point. Uh I just think that Virginia Tech, I think it's close. I can see where you're coming from. I just think that they're just a little, little tick above Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, I would say that I think that they probably are too. I'm taking Pitt at home like that. It's just how I feel about it. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but I know it's getting chillier here in Virginia. And, you know, us Virginians, man, that blood blood is, is, is thick, you know. You know, so anyways. I'm taking Virginia Tech. I know you are. I already put you down for Virginia Tech. Plus, I hate Virginia Tech anyway. That that could have been one of those ones that I definitely was like, oh, I'll go with Tech and just root against them. You know? Hmm? We don't need a tiebreaker, by the way. Anyway. No, we don't. Um, but since you brought it up, and we're not picking, <laughs> I'm just saying, this looks like a good game. You mentioned Liberty. What are they? Seven and zero now. Eight and zero. Eight. Eight and zero. I mean, that's phenomenal for them. So, I, I, I don't yeah, know if they. Liberty, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they win this game though. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If they go in against NC State and they win that game, like that's that's phenomenal, in my opinion. I just no, don't. I, mean, I just went, don't think they, they can do Virginia it. Virginia Tech and one. I understand that. I understand that. I know, but like so, at some point, at some point, the ride's got to end, and I, I think it's—is that where you're at? That's where I'm at with Liberty. Yeah, I think eight and is great, but um, I think it might be. I'll tell you what—if they pull it off, good for them. I mean, kudos. You know, it's yeah. not hate. It's just me thinking nine and zero going into NC State, being two, beating two, three ACC teams on the road. Yeah, I mean that's a feat. Like, it's hard to, to do that as an ACC team. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm looking. So, yeah, and I'm looking. Yeah, seriously. And I'm looking at uh, the rest of their schedule after after this too. If they do happen to get by NC State, then they have a game at home against Massachusetts, which they should be them. able to take care of. Mm-hmm. And then their last game is going to be at Coastal Carolina, which they're decent. Ranked, they're they're actually they're undefeated too. They're undefeated and ranked fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's weird right now because of some of the a lot of the other teams that are kind of you know behind. Yeah, they're seven and zero, so they're a little bit behind the eight ball. But um, they don't have as Many is they that's went a, to Kansas and won. Otherwise, they haven't really beaten anybody. Um, anybody a, else like that's that? That's a season so. finale for both of those teams. They could both enter that game undefeated. Two, two yeah. highly unlikely undefeated teams going in at the end of the year and facing one another. Well, Coastal Carolina's got another game after Liberty. They oh, they go do. Okay, my they bad. Do. All right, but that would be the last game for Liberty. Okay, so. I mean, we'll see. It's definitely the the most difficult game left on their schedule, and yeah, I think I so think f- the buck stops at NC State. What do you think? I'm not talking about game spreads or nothing like that. I'm talking about W or L. What do you think? <laughs> uh no, I I think they're gonna I think they're gonna get it. Dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. You think they lose against Coastal Carolina? No. Yeah. Really? You think they beat them? Would that put them in the top twenty-five? You I think, think Liber- I think they're already in the top twenty-five. Oh, are they really? Liberty's, Where have Liberty's I been? 20, they're twenty-first. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I honestly think they're going to end up being eleven and zero. Really? And I'm not even I'm not even saying that because of what we talked about earlier. I honestly look at them as a team and all the transfers and everything, and they're like they're a legit team. So does Hugh Freeze <laughs> stay there or, or, or what? I would. Oh, well. If I was him, man, I would. He's got a good thing going there. Like seriously good thing. I know he yeah, wants to I know he know. wants this to get back into quick... the money. Yeah, oh absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Who just released but. a coach? Ole Miss? Or wait, who was it? South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Ole Must Champ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Never know. Because right. you get into a, a we talked about it. Go back to the SEC. You got four or five years to beat Alabama. If you don't, you're gonna get fired again. Right, exactly. And you'll end up back at a, another team like Liberty. Yeah, you'll keep this else. job. You keep this job forever. Just depends on the pay gap, how well, comfortable it, he is. You never right, know. Yeah, yeah. And so, they're they're not in the conference. They're an independent. So mm-hmm. at some point, if they do build the brand up, who knows? Uh, maybe there's a situation where he could end up getting Liberty to join a, a conference. What a conference do they conference. join? I mean, they're over here. Never I mean, know. They're, they're what? They're Charlottesville, right? Aren't they near? In fact, aren't they near UVA? Yeah, they are. It's that yeah, area. Something like that. Yeah. So, who knows? Crazy. What a weird year. It's so what weird. What a freaking thought. It's so <laughs> what weird. A thought. Liberty and Coastal Carolina are ranked and they're both undefeated. What a nutty thing. You know? So it, it's it's ridiculous, really. <laughs> I know it's so ridiculous. No, uh, but it's so it's because the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and all those. They're I like, yeah, I know, but that's the, that's just the thing. If it's in both of Canadian nuts, we all have a Merry Christmas. It is what it is. That's why. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Cincinnati's seven and zero, and they're ranked seventh. BYU's eight and zero, and they're ranked eighth. Well, BYU has slipped the past couple of years, but they're they're always a, they're one of those fringy programs as well. Marshall's seven and zero, and they're fifteenth, alongside Coastal Carolina. 
and even Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette and Tulsa are ranked. So, I mean, it's just, just a weird. weird year. Just, just Syracuse just missed the opportunity. Just by a little bit. Well, they're getting, they're in other votes received. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> voting? Some, some asshole on Twitter put a poll up. That's the only way they're getting votes. Look, uh, look, look. You never know. Maybe, maybe it's a dead guy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Here we go. All right. That is going to do it for us. On that note, I think we're out of here. Look, uh, obviously, I want to thank all of you for listening. Thank you so much for coming back and dealing with us. Glad to be back. A nice little break, but glad to be back. Thank you to all of you for listening. Thank you to Manscaped. Thank you to Bet Online. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.